Welcome to Ranked. On today's episode, we're talking about the best failed assassination attempts in history. Oh! show where we pick some things and then we rank them. My name is Chris Gluckman. Mine's Jackson Corneliuson. And I'm Joe Bradshaw. Um, so today, I, well, I don't know when you're listening to this, but in in recording land, today is the day of the big game, guys. Oh, the big it's game? Here. It's here. Finally. I've been looking forward to the big the big uh, game. This is sports, right? This is this sports. Is sports. This is um, oh, yeah. football, football sports. Big, big sports guy. And now... Um, now, Jackson, I know you know who's playing in this game. What I was wondering is, um, Chris, who's who are the two teams competing in this year's uh, Super Bowl? <laughs> uh, Super Bowl, huh? The um, Super Bowl. The well, the two things I'm aware of corresponding to this event, it, there is a fundraiser for canned goods. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and. At my church this morning, on the screen, there was a GIF of a football kind of rotating. Okay. Was it like clip art? Or was it like yeah, a, it was sort a of like football. a clip art. There were like three rotating images kind of cycling through of a football. And so <laughs> it's, um, I would imagine it's can versus GIF. Can versus GIF is a good guess. <laughs> All right, I name. Think GIF wins because of the technological advancement, but. I want to uh, hear your best guess. As to the Best two guess. NFL teams playing in this year's Super Bowl. Okay. Um, one of them's the Patriots. No, oh, you got it. <laughs> that is I'm right. A little bit, that's wrong? I'm a little bit sad that you got it, but yes. Okay. Well, I've been in America for the past <laughs> few years, so one of them that's is the, the only, Patriots. That's the only American choice he can make is the and Patriots. And the other team is the Packers. Hmm. You were close. But oh, no okay. cigar. It's very good. It is, it's the Atlanta Falcons, your oh, home team. The hot Atlanta Falcons, yeah. The, hot, the Dirty my, Birds. My home team for several years. I love those guys. <laughs> I love all those boys. I love that team. That's, that's the team I wanted to be there. <laughs> wow, like this is a great day for me. I can't believe my team got to go. <laughs> got to get on the plane finally, and go there. Finally, my team has made it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Chris, what's this uh, impeccably hilarious podcast about? Uh, well, thanks for asking, Jackson. Uh, this is a show where we pick some things, like a category of things, and then we rank those things. And so on today's episode, uh, we're going to be ranking uh, the best uh, failed assassination attempts in the history of the earth. In what order? Chris. Uh, we're going to be ranking them. Christopher Gluckman. <laughs> we're going to be ranking them uh, from halfest baked to fullest baked. Like a nice a pizza pie. <laughs> a pizza pie. Oh, just wait for all the pizza related assassinations. So many pizzas. To. So many pizzas. All right. So, so I guess let's, let's get into this. What's, uh, let's, let's dig in to the pizza. Who wants to, who wants to, Toss one up first. 
a pizza. I'm staying on Get this it. pizza thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rich vein. I'm telling you, you that to much. Toss up this <laughs> this metaphorical pizza dough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, somebody somebody kick us off. All right, I've got us. All right. So, I know I'm starting off with a showstopper, mm-hmm. but I need y'all to hear about Reinhard Heydrich. Um, All right. Tell so this man, this man, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little I'm gonna tell you a little story here about a man named Reinhard Heydrich. So mm-hmm. he was um, like one of Hitler's buddies. So you know he's a class act, um, and. One time he was, I believe he was in Czechoslovakia or former, che- I don't know which, when they split or anything. But so the British uh, intelligence service got with some Czech resistance operatives and started an assassination attempt. And so their attempt was to get up on a hill at a road that he frequently drove on and shoot him. Seems like pretty straightforward, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty straight so, up and down assassination. So, Mr. Mr. Gabchik, I believe I'm saying that right, is one of the assassinators. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can also call them assassins, I believe. And he was walking along up to his country road. So, I'm, I'm going to be Mr. Mr. Gabchik. I'm walking along. I'm, I'm looking around. This is a beautiful countryside. Oh, you know what? I've got my rap, my pet rabbit at home. Might as well pick, pick up some food for my pet rabbit and just stuff stuff it right in my pocket where my gun is that I'm going to shoot that man with. Just put it right on in there. Maybe get a little bit more. Oop, there's some carrots maybe. I'm going to stick those in there. Um and then we get up to the to the ledge or whatever where we're going to you know attempt to do the deed. And oops. Mm-hmm. Oop, the gun won't fire. Oh, oh no. Oopsie. Oops, there's plant food in there. Oops. <laughs> plant food? Oops, or I'm shooting food. him with a carrot. Or rabbit food. I'm shooting a carrot at this man. Yeah, so turns out carrots aren't good bullets, but they were okay. <laughs> turns out, Mr. Um, Mr. Heydrick was dumb and <laughs> pulled out his gun because he instead of just driving away in his car that he was in, he tried to fire back, but oopsie, he doesn't have any bullets in his gun. Oops. Oopsie, he had a carrot in his pocket at, as well. At this point, <laughs> yak- at this point yakety sack starts playing. <laughs> so now, it kind of goes into like fast forward motion and they're all just kind of scrambling around trying to pick up their guns basically yes so now they can go away they're basically like standing up on this hill just like yelling i'm gonna shoot you um, and pelting him pelting him with uh with pet food so his friend gabchik's friend has like a grenade or a bomb or something and so he's gonna throw that at the car because again, they're still not driving away. Um, but he's a little bit off on his timing, so it just kind of like blows up in the air and hurts everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hold on, it doesn't make it to the car before Hold it explodes. Here, here's my here's my question: If he had both a grenade and a gun, wouldn't you want to start with the grenade? You know, you'd think so. You know, like, that's a lot better, especially if you're apparently such a bad gun shooter. (laughs) That you put plant food or plants in your gun. (laughs) Yeah, you'd think you'd start with with more of the sure thing, huh? Well, I think we've determined that there's no sure thing with these two assassins. Yeah, they were just not the brightest. Not the brightest. Um, So now you know, of course, you're going to he's going to drive away at this point, right? 
Hedrick is going to drive away with his driver because they're still alive. They're hurt because of the bomb, but they're they're still alive. Nope. He starts to get out of the car and running af- and runs after the assassins <laughs> with still his only his empty pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he still doesn't have a weapon. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get you. So then, the other guy, Gabchick, remembers, mm. oh wait, I have a different gun. <laughs> and so then... <laughs> Plot so, twist. So then he shoots the driver, and then both of them just run away. The the uh, the uh Both the assassins and the uh, assassinee just, like, leave. So, ends up finally some police come and they get him to the hospital and he dies in the hospital from his wounds. <laughs> so, this. So, mission successful. <laughs> Against okay, all well, odds. So, does that mean we throw this one out? Well, well. Sounds, sounds like you didn't pay attention to the category, Joe. Well, so the thing is, I don't think that they can be credited with killing him. <laughs> okay. Just the un. The. Hatred of this man by the country he was in was really what killed him from some minor injuries and being unable uh, to be treated. I don't know if you can pull the if you can totally tease it apart. It's sort of like the butterfly effect, you know. You know, if a man if a man plucks a carrot out of the ground in the countryside, <laughs> does a high ranking German official die in the hospital hours later? Probably. Yeah, that's that's Probably true. So. Yeah, that. But I think it's more like he could have made it out scot free, assassin free. Like, he if he would have just driven away, he's good. But instead, he stays and basically kills himself. In the immortal words of DJ Khaled, he played himself. <laughs> now, also, when two of the assassins ran away, I, I remember reading the same thing, Joe. You forgot to mention that one of them ran away on a bicycle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which just yeah, isn't really did. the most intimidating or... Doesn't really have a lot of finesse as a getaway vehicle. It was one of those that had streamers kind of coming <laughs> off the sides of the handlebars and a little. And he was like ringing bring, bring, the whole time. Bring, bring. Ching, 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 ching. Get out of my way! Bring, bring. <laughs> <laughs> but I do bet that that rabbit ate very well. <laughs> yeah, the story turns out okay for the rabbit. Like the rabbit was stoked. He was like, "Sweet, I got some fresh food. It tastes a little bit like gunpowder, but that's okay. I can deal with that." What the assassin that picked up the what was his name that picked the rabbit food? G- Gabchick. Like, was he just like, "Up, oh, gonna go kill another human being?" But you know, got my rabbits to think about at home too. But afterwards, what am I gonna do? Let's plan. Let's plan for what I'm gonna do after. I think I'm gonna need to feed my rabbits. I do. I need to go to Kroger. I need to go to Kroger. I gotta get some uh, oatmeal bars for breakfast tomorrow. The key to productivity, I've learned, is to be able to keep track of your to do list and your actionable items, and just like whenever you can fit it in, just like keep the momentum going of knocking those things off the to do list. So yeah, maybe the big ticket you know, both urgent and important item on his list is assassinate this dude. <laughs> but he wants to make sure that he's, you know, taking advantage of all of his time. So uh, props to him. You can check out my new book on productivity. Uh, pick, pick the carrot before you shoot. Coming out uh, on ebook form later this uh, spring. <laughs> Ten habits of a healthy assassin. <laughs> 
bumbling, bumbling to victory. Bum- <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll put a little asterisk by that one. Just it technically succeeded, but technically it succeeded, but it was in spite of assassination. It, yeah, not in spite of everything of they tried. They tried real hard to fail. They did. Okay, so I want to tell you guys about some Fidel Castro assassination attempts. Attempts? Attempts. Uh, attempts. Yeah. Plural? Several. They, they're they kind of all related. or These two that I want to talk about are very related to each other because they're both um, incredibly elaborate scuba diving assassination attempts. <laughs> they're only the best. Ooh, it sounds like... The- is this from the upcoming James Bond movie? This sounds very cool. <laughs> so, Fidel Castro, I'm sure have, y'all have heard, ever since he died um, late last year, he was the target of some 630, 640 assassination attempts in his lifetime. How do you think he kept track? Like, do you think he kept track of that? Like, did he have a little, like, chart that he made? Like, yes, January of 1964. <laughs> Check. Oh, that was that was the scuba diving one. <laughs> oh, that was the one where they tried to shoot me with rabbit food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is one where, and I'm not going to talk about this one. But you know, in cartoons, whenever like you know Bugs Bunny smokes the cigar and then it explodes in his face. Yeah, they tried that on Fidel Castro. Where do you think Bugs Bunny got it from? I know. I t- Bugs Bunny works for the CIA. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about how Fidel Castro loves scuba diving and how the U.S. government tried to take advantage of that. <laughs> so always, The U.S. government always ruining your scuba. Back in the day, the taxpayer money went towards investing in quite a bit of um, <laughs> mollusk shells. <laughs> because they knew mollusk Fidel shells. loved diving for shells. Um, and if you not know what a mollusk is, it's just, you know, it has... A very large shell, and it looks like Cthulhu's coming out of it. Yeah, um, it kind of looks like it's talking like... <laughs> <laughs> like it's going to summon a Dark Lord. <laughs> um, so, the U.S. government decided to buy quite a bit of these with the hopes of finding a shell big enough to put a lethal amount of explosives in it. That's fantastic. And wow. then they were just going to kind of stick it at the bottom of the ocean where he normally scuba dives... But they wanted to make sure he picked him up so they could explode him with bombs. <laughs> so instead of just like getting the most pristine Moloch shell that he would like, he sees it and he has to get it, they just kind of decided to paint them very bright colors. <laughs> Fidel, look at this Ooh. one. This one's rainbow colored. Have you ever seen one like this, Fidel? Whoa. It's beautiful. <laughs> I think it home. What is Fidel? This Fidel Castro like? Is he like? Ooh! Now this one didn't more shells for me. Si, senor. This plan didn't make it much past the uh, the planning phases after they bought the mollusk shells because uh, the intern that they hired to paint all the shells painted them bright red with danger TNT on all of them. <laughs> so the they're like, no, 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 innocuous colors. Uh, but we're filling them. We're filling them with bombs. Is it like it's, uh, Acme exploding shells? <laughs> but it's dangerous. I don't want anybody to think that they're not going to explode. Yeah, the plan. The plan was going really well until Castro uh, came up out of the water and spotted Wiley e. Coyote on the shore <laughs> with a big old dynamite pump. 
just waiting to push that lever down. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I really want to get into another scuba diving thing. These are kind of a two-in-one because they're both equally ridiculous and related to scuba diving. Um, another one was they decided to coat one of his scuba diving wetsuits with a fungus to, quote, give him a debilitating skin disease. That's pretty smart. <laughs> we'll make a leper out of you, Castro. Well, here's the thing. That one is kind of sneaky and smart. So why didn't it work? Um, like, why didn't they he... get to his diving equipment is my question. <laughs> well, I just wonder what kind of fungus they put. Like, did he, like, look at his wetsuit and, like, there were mushrooms growing on it? And he's like, well, <laughs> maybe maybe not this one today. <laughs> maybe with the other suit today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking at some other like Castro related um, info on the web, and uh, so sorry for the sorry for the quick side tangent here. But he started wearing a beard uh, because he said if you calculate 15 minutes a day to shave, that is 5,000 minutes a year spent shaving. And Castro said he would rather spend his time on more important activities. Like not dying. Like, dog, 15 minutes a day? Yeah, that's a long time, isn't it? How big is your face? <laughs> <laughs> and how narrow your razor? That's a little known fact about Castro, is that he was 2,000 feet tall. Okay, can I have a turn? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's my turn. Guys. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> really threw me off there. Uh, so I wanted to tell you guys about um, an attempt that was made on President Andrew Jackson's life in January of 1835. Uh, and this, this one is good, not so much, not as much for the failure of the assassination attempt, but uh, the response of El Presidente, um, after it didn't work out. So there's a guy named Richard Lawrence who uh, wanted to take Jackson out. He shows up. He has two separate pistols. Um, it seems like that's a common theme with assassins. Have yeah, that backup. Gotta have so, that backup. So Lawrence sets his eyes on Jackson, pulls out that first pistol, pulls the trigger. It misfires. He throws that he throws that pistol down. This one's no good. He pulls out the other this, pistol. This pistol's dead to me now. Good thing good thing I have this other pistol. Good thing I have this other pistol. He pulls out the other pistol. He pulls the trigger. That pistol also misfires. <laughs> Richard Lawrence is in possession of two uh, Looney Tunes pistols that just shoot little flags that say bang. <laughs> And then he squirted water on him out of his flower that he had on his lapel. <laughs> and and went, his nose. So cue uh, yakety sax again for me, Jackson. <laughs> and as you do that song, imagine Jackson walking towards Lawrence just very casually. <laughs> Walking towards this uh, would-be assassin and just beating him with a cane until the police arrive and arrest him. <laughs> he didn't even need cops for that. Like, he served his time after that. I, I believe you're Jackson. legally free to walk if you get beaten with a cane by the president. Jackson just knocks this dude 
asunder and uh, and treats him like uh, an instrument in his stomp performance <laughs> until the police come and take him away. So props to Jackson on the best, maybe one of the best responses to an attempted assassination. Yeah, like what do you think you would do if somebody walked up to you and attempted twice to shoot you and neither one fired a bullet? That's a hard one to say. Part of me thinks I would uh, sprint away because a gunman is there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I'd stay for the second gun. Like, it had to take him some amount of time to get the second gun out, you know? <laughs> like, these, this isn't like modern day where they have, like, tiny little concealed pistols. Uh-huh. He's, like, pulling out his ramrod. He's oiling the <laughs> yeah. inside of the barrel. He's like, hold on a second. I'm going to get this ready for a second. Hold on. Hold on. It's still He's going. Like hold licking on. his fingers and trying to pour that gunpowder package into the thing. I'm kind of imagining this scenario... And I'm about to make a Dragon Ball Z reference, but do y'all remember whenever Goku was charging up the spirit bomb? <laughs> yeah. And for yeah. and for like three episodes straight, Frieza was like, mm, I wonder what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> mm, let's see how this turns out. <laughs> he's probably about to go home and sleep for a little while. It was like a four-episode arc of Goku screaming and Frieza going, mm, what's next? I, I think hey, you listen- Goku, <laughs> do you need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> I, I guess Andrew, I guess President Jackson was just like, mm, looks like he's reaching his pocket for something else. Wonder <laughs> what it, that could be. An, maybe it's does an, he have an apology maybe letter? Maybe it's an apology letter for saying sorry. I tried to shoot you that first time. Real quick turnaround. Let's see. Maybe it's an invitation to his kid's birthday party. <laughs> I, I would like, love to attend. I like how over the course of a. Uh, over the course of these last 30 seconds, Andrew Jackson has slowly become Frieza. <laughs> yeah, I pulled up. Can I see if I can get some audio of the spirit bomb happening? I'm trying to. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those other insignificant little bugs. <laughs> Andrew Jackson? No matter, I'll crush them once I'm finished with these two weaklings. Oh, this isn't Whoa. the charging. This is just shooting it. Ah! I don't... Chris, I don't know if you know how terrifying that sounds over the pipe, like over the recording. The gates of hell have opened. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Cthulhu yeah. again. Like the mollusk. I'm worried that your your apartment or your house or whatever might be possessed now. Oh, hold on, let me let me just try one more time and get a better sound effect. One more time. Um... Dang, these videos are all way too long. <laughs> That was Kamehameha by Dragon Ball Z. I'm dying. <laughs> I'm crying. That was incredible. <laughs> I can't be able to get it together to keep talking about this. I just drooled on myself. I laughed so hard. <laughs> that was legitimately one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Chris, did you mean to pick the worst possible two seconds of audio you could find? I don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my no. gosh! Oh 
you're gonna have to break it down for me because from my perspective, I was just scrolling through YouTube. Videos. Chris, I really you hope, just... I really hope it comes over on the speakers <laughs> on the recording because that has to be part of this podcast. Oh, what did it sound like? In your, in it your sounded like what the gates of hell opened and all the demons were screaming in victory. <laughs> Oh, oh, I can't stop my... I'm crying so much. Oh. That was amazing. So, so, gotta love that Dragon Ball Z, huh? I think that's what Andrew Jackson did when he tried to shoot him. He just went... That's what it sounded like. It was basically that. Oh, man. Well, that one has my vote just because that would be harder than... That's maybe, the first, that's the, maybe the first Andrew Jackson Dragon Ball Z crossover anybody's done. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Somebody should make a show that's presidents like... Like uh, it's like a history show, and it's a bunch of presidents, but they all have like Dragon Ball Z powers. Like they can all do Kamehameha waves and stuff. I would watch that show every day. Mm. Okay, back to it. Um, I want to tell y'all this one is another one with an asterisk because this one, even more so than the first one, very much succeeded. Okay. Um, but I want to tell y'all about Luis. Louis or Luis Carrera Blanco, who was, uh, I think he was like a dictator. He's the prime minister um, after uh, after the dict after uh, Francisco Franco. Um, okay. So we had Blanco and Franco um, in quick succession, which is which is pretty great. So this is Operation Ogre. So if you if you knew. That the the prime minister was going to go to to mass a certain way every day. What? How do you think you would? Uh, how do you think you would attempt this assassination? Mm, I don't know. Poison the wine at mass. That's a good idea. What about you, Chris? What? Um, it may sound crazy, but scuba diving suit. Scuba diving suit. So both of those are pretty good ideas. <laughs> See, what they decided to do was dig a tunnel. Just uh-huh. a tunnel under the road. Uh huh. Problem was they didn't know anything about tunneling. So they just started like digging next to the road. Um, they finally kind of got uh, got under there and realized that, that their pickaxes were too big. So they made the entrance to the tunnel and then their pickaxes were too big. So they just kind of like were chipping at the dirt because they couldn't swing them in the tunnel. <laughs> um, and then they got a little bit, so they got like new equipment. And then they got a little bit farther in there and one of them remembered, I don't know how he didn't know this beforehand, that he was claustrophobic. <laughs> Um, also there was like there was sewage and noxious gases leaking onto them Mm. um, because it was like under sewage so they like were covered in feces I'm sure and it smelled real bad and they couldn't really dig Um, but they eventually decided to get a book on how to dig a tunnel and (laughs) they decided that they could if the book was called You Can Dig. <laughs> you Can Dig Too. They, they, they dug the tunnel, and then the end of the story is that they put a bunch of explosives in there, and then they dressed up as electricians, and 
they hit the button wily e. coyote style you know depress the plunger to to uh-huh. set off the explosives and it launched the prime minister's car five stories into the air no <laughs> it went over a church and landed no. on a second story terrace they used so many explosives that they broke the physics engine <laughs> They broke the physics engine. <laughs> they glitched out of this assassination attempt. Yeah. <laughs> they were just floating above the world at that point. No clip. But the sad part is that all their hard work on their tunnel went to waste. Because now it's just Aww. a big hole. Oh, yeah. No one can even appreciate their handiwork. They worked. How long did it take them to build this tunnel? Uh, I'm not sure exactly how long it took, but it was a long time. You know what they say. Uh, a tunnel is just a hole with a roof. <laughs> you know what they say. Ah! <laughs> That's what Pete Paul Cornelison used to say. So, so that one, again, doesn't fully count because that one was Joe, very successful. I hate to say this, buddy. <laughs> you suck at this podcast. <laughs> so you're, you're 0 for 2 on the category. I just wanted people to know about that because it was so fantastic. I'm okay with that one not making it. Um, the first one I will fight for because I think that that actually was failed. All right. Okay. We'll we'll talk about it. I want to tell you guys about uh, an unsuccessful assassination attempt. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> okay. Oh, back on back on the category again. Um, I want to tell you about was was things that are funny about death. <laughs> Good death jokes. <laughs> Good dying stories. I thought that was our category. Um, there was an assassination attempt against Teddy Roosevelt. Um, it was carried out by an attacker I, named John. I think John you're saying his name wrong. Theodore Roosevelt. Roosevelt. No. Yeah, Roosevelt. <laughs> Theodore. <laughs> Roosevelt. It's weird because everybody says it wrong. Everybody's Theod- like, Roosevelt. And it's like, no, it's Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt um, had an attack brought against him by John Schrank. And I actually think I am pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Chris- <laughs> Christmas with the Schranks. <laughs> Christmas with John Schrank. <laughs> Watch out, he'll try to kill you. <laughs> Shrank Yankers. Anyways, he was a saloon owner. Shrank 2, high voltage. (laughs) Can we done with the Shrank jokes? Because... Shrank. That one's a play on Shrek. Yeah. (laughs) Shrank 2. Shrank 3. Was that one a play on Shrek 2? Yes. And then Shrank 3 was a play on Shrek 3. And, and Shrank 3 was shorthand for honey, I shrank the kids 3. Um, just a great also, when I typed in Shrek into my Google, because I just did, I got... Is Shrek, this like a weekly segment now? I got Shrek really tall popped up, and I was a little bit happy. Listeners, you'll know soon what that means. <laughs> Yeah, we're releasing some episodes out of order, but get ready for an uncomfortable phrase involving the word Shrek and hearing it a bunch of times. <laughs> a whole lot. Also, also, Shrek is love, Shrek is life popped up. And that's just true. Anyways, Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what did, what, did, what did Shrank try to pull on? Uh, uh, so, on uh, get this. This is a pretty crazy assassination attempt. He decided to shoot him with a gun. Damn! Wow. 
And he did it. Like, he, he pulled out a gun and shot him. Like, here's, okay, so he did good. He did a good assassination. Yeah, it pretty he, much sounds like... He did a pretty good assassination because the bullet hit Teddy Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, in the chest. Like, right on the heart. Man, he... So, I don't remember hearing about this. Yeah, because he kept living. Because Teddy is probably the strongest man in the history. I would... In the history. Like, maybe the strongest man in the history. Because after he was shot, it essentially, he had a speech folded up in his breast pocket. And it did not completely stop the bullet. The bullet still entered his skin where it stayed for the rest of his life. But it just didn't hit any super vital organs or arteries or anything. But right, some of those option it hit it some was, of those elective organs. It was 50, some optional organs. Yeah, it was a fifty-page speech, so I mean it was it was pretty hefty. But I want to read you guys the opening statements of his speech because mm-hmm. this happened before he gave his speech. Um, he kept giving it. He got shot and he kept giving his speech. So mm-hmm. here's the opening phrase: "Friends, I shall ask you to be as quiet as possible." <clears throat> I don't know whether you fully understand that I've just been shot. (laughs) Now, what's interesting about this is that he read that off of his printed speech. Yeah. (laughs) He was just planning on it. It's a 50-page speech. 49 of those pages were alternate openings. He was like, most most likely I'll get shot. Yeah. So, anyways, this man got shot in the chest. A bullet is lodged like... In his sternum, and mm-hmm. the dude gives a ninety-minute speech, and refuses no. to go to the hospital at the, even though his aides are like begging him to. That's a very tough and strong man. I just want to point out that Joe, in our Skype conversation, is posting the most atrocious <laughs> pictures of Shrek. Uh, and <laughs> That's Mike Wazowski. But it's I'm Shrek having living, living nightmares right now, and this is the worst. That my life has been. So thanks, Hold guys. On. I've just got one more. Good, cool podcast. <laughs> one more. One, one more. Is it the best? You tell me. Okay. No, that's a naked Shrek, and he is giving sort of like a "Did I do that?" <laughs> Did I do that? He's just naked from like the upper part. It's not like his and the whole rest body. of him is in outer space, and it's so bad. And he's in a galaxy far, far. Shrek away. fan art is the worst fan art. Shrek art is the best fan art. Uh, hey Jackson, what did he say in the rest of the speech? What did he say about Shrek in his speech? <laughs> Give me some other highlights. Well, I, uh, I'm off my game now. There's been too many, too many Shrek things. You're, you're suffering from a common disorder known as Shrek disorientation. We pretty much just said he gave a 90 minute speech. Now react. <laughs> 90 minutes oh, that's okay. totally bogus <laughs> I can barely get myself to read a whole tweet <laughs> I hate you too so much <coughs> I hate this I hate these last 10 minutes <laughs> uh, so I want to tell you guys about um, an ancient uh, failed assassination attempt story. I think this is the oldest one so far. Everything else has been what, twentieth century? Uh, Andrew Jackson, maybe nineteenth century. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, oh wait, no, so oh wait, yeah, yeah. 
we're gonna we're gonna kick it Flintstones era, uh, two hundred BC, because I think people <laughs> who wrote on dinosaurs and stuff in two hundred BC. <laughs> Pretty much anything before the year, you know, the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I just, I don't even know. <laughs> Does it even exist? Not to me. Anyways, so this is a, a story about a the first Chinese emperor, Qin Shi Huang, uh, who rose to power by conquering other um, districts, other fiefdoms, <clears throat> and united uh, China together. But he made a lot of enemies as he did it. And there was this one guy named Zhang Liang uh, who swore vengeance on Qin Shi Huang. And according to the story, he sold all of his earthly possessions in order to hire a big, strong man to come help him kill. We've all been there. Qin Shi Huang. <laughs> he spent all of his money. I'm a big, strong man. Joe, you know what I'm talking about. I have hired a big, strong man to kill someone before. (laughs) And so this big, strong man uh, apparently carried a a giant iron hammer uh, purported to weigh over 100 pounds, like 132 pounds is what it says. So this guy, he's got a big hammer. He's like Donkey Kong in Mario Baseball, just like... (laughs) Swinging with one arm. Which was cheating, by the way, right? Yeah, we can all agree. That's not how you play baseball. <laughs> Even I know that. Well, and he's a gorilla, and that's just not fair. Like, if I could have that's a gorilla on my team, yeah, I would have a gorilla on my team. Of course. So the day comes for uh, murder, and <laughs> Zhang Liang and Big Strongman show up uh, to ambush the emperor as he passes by in his carriage. The strong man, as the carriage passes, he just heaves the hammer and throws it so hard that it destroys the carriage. <laughs> okay. He throws his big, his big iron hammer and it just crushes the carriage. No more carriage. End of carriage. But, problem, that was not the emperor's carriage. <laughs> Like they throw, <laughs> he throws a hammer at this carriage, and then like, rounding the corner, they see the actual <laughs> carriage coming down the road, <laughs> and go, oh no, oh, well done, oh, and they, and they run away. They so they don't get caught or anything. There's no nobody knows what happened to the big strongman, but uh, apparently Zhang Liang just continued to try to get his uh, revenge for the rest of his life. Um, but the <laughs> Operation Hammer Toss didn't quite work out. See, he got more than, than I did, at least, because the last time I hired a big strong man, all he did was destroy my dignity. <laughs> he also destroyed my carriage. <laughs> he, he got oh, confused, no. and he just destroyed my carriage. Last time I hired a big strong man, all he did was RKO my aunt. <laughs> was it? Um, and I wish he hadn't. I wish he hadn't done that. Was it John Cena? Did you hire John Cena to do it? Yeah. And here's the crazier thing: as soon as he did it, he started waving his hand in front of his face and slowly faded from existence. <laughs> and we, you actually couldn't see him anymore. I actually could not see him. Anymore. John Cena is a wizard. 
the last time I hired a big strong man, um, all he did was rescue this princess from a castle from a dragon, and he kissed her, and she turned all green and into an ogre, and the big strong man was Shrek. No, <laughs> I'm back, donkey. <laughs> Get out of my swamp with your hammers. <laughs> the donkey was the hammer all along. <laughs> donkey was the hammer. If he kisses donkey, donkey turns into a hammer. All right, so speaking of Chin Shi Huang, Chris, I, I had another one um, by him, or about him. Because apparently yeah. a lot of people <laughs> wanted to kill him. A chart-topping hit from Chin Shi Huang. Uh <laughs> We got another banger from Chin Shi Huang. <laughs> another, another club banger. Um, which, actually, this one kind of is that in both senses, the banger and the musical sense. So, Oh, what a tease. Sometimes, you know, you just, you try to kill somebody a bunch of times, like, you, like you're, say you're Gao John Lee, and you try to kill Chin Shi Huang a bunch of times, and he just okay. won't die. The dang guy just won't die, mm-hmm. dadgummit. Um, so you go into hiding and you change your name and you become a famous ludist, right? Obviously, as you're mm-hmm. one to do. Um, mm-hmm. so then you get so good at playing it, uh, you get hired by the king to come play or the emperor to come play at his palace. And so no, you're that's like, a, that's a fun turn of turn of events. Yeah. So you're like, okay, cool. This will be fun. But oops, it did turn out that you did try to kill him a bunch and he did know who you were. And so he does want you to die again. But you are like very like, hey, good. Bruno, hey, Bruno Mars, I love your hits. Like, you are killing it. That 24K song, like, so good. It is a banger. My one, my one problem, you you did try to shoot me. You, so you attempted to kill stuff. me many times. I love your stuff. I'm, I, we got to figure something out. <laughs> and so the rational solution is the emperor is going to pardon him with a caveat. Y- you don't get to keep your eyes. You don't get to keep your eyeballs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to, oh, bye-bye. You have to give those up, but you do get to live. So, so he, he gets his, uh, gets his eyes taken and, but the emperor, Does Liam Neeson chase, chase them down afterwards. <laughs> What's that? Does Liam Neeson chase down those eyes afterwards yeah. when they can take him? I have a very certain special set of skills. I can find eyeballs very well. That's the only thing. That's it. That's the whole movie is about me finding eyeballs. <laughs> I found two. They're in your head. Ah, I found them. I'm Liam Neeson. Some reason I'm, I'm not. I'm Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> I've got a lightsaber. Um, so, he... Uh, he he's still really good at the loot though, even though he doesn't have eyeballs. So the emperor is like, "Well, I'm gonna keep him around and keep letting him play." And so like he kind of gained some trust. And so then um, Gao or John Long, whatever his name was, John Lee, was like, "Well, I'll just try to kill him again because that worked out well for me in the past, right?" So he was like, "You know what? This loot just isn't quite heavy enough. It's not hammerish enough mm-hmm, to go mm-hmm. along with the previous story." Uh-huh. So he tied a piece of lead to it so that it, when he swung it at the at his head, he would he would like hit him in the head real hard and he'd die. So hey, Joe. Yeah. Was he playing heavy metal? (laughs) 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 
you opened up the gate again. The portal. The portal. Close the portal. Um, well, no, so this seems like a pretty good plan, right? Like, he's... It's foolproof. He's going to swing mm-hmm. his uh, heavy loot at his head. Oh, I, di- I did forget he can't see at all. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, please, Chris. Close the portal. <laughs> okay, guys, I got it close. <laughs> okay, I pushed it down. The portal. The port- I'm sitting. I'm sitting on the. I'm sitting on the on the hatch. <laughs> They're not getting through anytime soon. The I portal promise. to New Japan is closed. <laughs> um, so the issue with this guy's plan is that he doesn't have his eyeballs. Uh-huh. They're not a part of him anymore. So he can't see. He can't see him mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. his like in space. So he's like, well, I'm just gonna do it anyway. So just kind of goes for it and swings, totally misses. Like not, <laughs> no contact at all. Man is the emperor is very alive still and very like. Well, you still want to kill me, so he killed him. <laughs> Pretty unsuccessful, I'd do, say. Do you think after he like took a swing and completely missed, he's like, I'm trying out some new flourishes. <laughs> yeah, he's you like, know? wait, no, that was a. Uh, I picked up the wrong end. I was trying to like do a cool like flip it around thing. Can, he, no, I forgot he was to, like, hold on. I'm sorry. I forgot to put on my shoulder strap. He was like, "Can you can you plug it in? Can you plug it in? Sorry, I just wanted you to plug it in so it would be louder." Yeah, for my for my heavy metal loot. My oh, sorry. This guitar. isn't my tambourine. <laughs> I'm thinking of this isn't the tambourine. I think I'm, I, you know I got pretty good at loot. I'm thinking about picking up percussion. Yeah. This is my new drumstick. Here's the crazy thing. When you're blind, you can't tell how much things weigh anymore. <laughs> you also lose all of your other senses. I thought the gong was right there. I thought that's where the gong was. I was trying to hit the gong and it was going to be really cool. I didn't realize that you were standing there, Emperor. I thought you were standing somewhere else. That one's on me. No hard feelings, right? No, no you're not going to kill me, right? Like you're going right. to let me be alive still? Oh, can't tell you guys about the assassination attempt of uh, Louis Philippe, the King of France. I would love to hear this. I would love to hear it. I would imagine. I don't know a ton about French. I would imagine it's not Louis. Uh huh. Uh huh. If I had to guess, here's the weirdest thing. That's why they wanted to kill him. Is that he was <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was just pooping all over French culture by pronouncing it Louis. Um. Oh, yeah, well, I can totally understand the hard feelings. Uh-huh. Please tell me Well, more. the assassin's name is, uh, and I'm going to pronounce it uh, pretty much as well as I just did Louis-Philippe, <laughs> um, Giuseppe Marco Feshi. Hold on. Give me a, give me a little bit more um, more earthy tones. Say <laughs> you want me to do it in a French, do you want me to do it in a legitimate French accent? Because I'll do that for you. No, I asked for earth tones. <laughs> I want you to do it. Okay, here's how I want you okay. to do it. I want you to do it like you're the thing. You're the thing from Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. But you're in a burning building. Uh-huh. It's getting very hot. Is that a burp? I'm warming he's up my thing. Getting in, he's, he's getting in character. Oh. You're the thing. You're, you're in a burning building, and you're trying to do a Bill Murray. Oh, impression. it's very hot, and I'm <laughs> doing a Bill Murray impression. Oh, I'm sweating, and this... 
Yo, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, close to Louis Armstrong on that one. Assassin's name is <laughs> Giuseppe Marco Fleshy. <laughs> <laughs> that very quickly turned into just Louis Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. There's a striking similarity between the thing doing Bill Murray and Louis Armstrong. They're very close together. It's like when you try to say uh, bacon with an uh, with a Jamaican accent. Now I want you to do Guy Fieri as Shrek. Or excuse me, Guy Fieri. Fieri. Guy Fieri. As Shrek. Saying his... Saying the name of Juice oh, or whatever. At saying the name of Juice. Okay. Today on Assassination. <laughs> Today on Assassination Cast. <laughs> Me and Donkey. What are we talking about? Giuseppe Marco Fieschi. And we're going to eat a hot dog. It's dipped in case. Ooh, don't care. Oh, it's like an onion. Gosh, in, in this podcast. <laughs> Assassins, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> Assassins, drive-ins, and swamps. <laughs> oh, my oh. goodness. So, let me just tell you about this assassination <laughs> attempt. <laughs> okay. Hold so, on, one more read. One more Oh gosh! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Hold on. Should I play? Should I play the Kamehameha video? Again? No, please. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this assassination attempt—he wanted to kill. He was uh, forced into years of hard labor for being. He was a former soldier, um, and then was a serial thief. So he was sentenced to years and years of hard labor. And then he moved to the capital of Paris, and he basically took up with some political radicals. And they concocted a plan, a pretty radical pe- plan, to kill the king um, in 1835. Um, they were going to take a gun, and they were going to shoot him. Whoa. Oh, oh, wait, sorry. Whoa. I heard that work out well. Sorry, 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 wait. Did I say a gun? I meant they decided to strap 20 guns to each other with a plank of wood and shoot him with that. <laughs> no. What does that even mean? I, I mean exactly what I say. Uh... The infernal machine was a battery of twenty muskets attached to a wooden frame, all rigged to fire simultaneously. Sounds like it can't go wrong. Uh, well, uh, it did. <laughs> Turns out, <laughs> funny enough, it, it did. So, um, it did a very good job of killing things. It just killed all the wrong things. Um, so they fired this twenty-gun machine which all fired simultaneously from, like, an upper window facing down into the street, it killed not the king of France, but it did kill his horse, and it did kill several guards and national guardsmen. <laughs> but it did not kill the king. <laughs> but Was it just, like, a, a spray? Like, was it just, like... He was in the middle, like when it starts raining and like all it's like not raining on you, but it's raining all around you. I, I guess so. But it was I mean, raining death. I mean, it just kind of like shot one round of twenty bullets. It's I guess it was a very big shotgun, just a very <laughs> no, big lo- shotgun. I'm looking at it, so it's in a museum. Um, oh, is it really? I never saw a picture of it. Yeah, no, it's good. It looks like um, in cartoons when. Um, like cavemen are playing a xylophone made of skeleton bones. 
<laughs> it looks like you could probably crank out like chopsticks or something on it. Oh no! Yep, definitely see that. <laughs> oh man, and the and there's a diagram I'm looking at of Juice Giuseppe Fieschi, <laughs> and the guy has a, a very small chin and a very large forehead. <laughs> We're talking like a, a a forehead to chin ratio of like five to one. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so how this turned out was he didn't kill the person he wanted to kill, and then the backfire from the 20 guns firing at once, <coughs> like, severely injured him with shrapnel, so he immediately got caught and sent to the hospital. Nice. So, all in all, pretty pretty poorly done assassination attempt. Pretty, okay. So, let me hit you with the last one, I think. Um, so, this is, a, this is another older story um this is from the 18th century about an attempt on the life of king louis the 15th so another french one Mm -hmm. no louis louis the 15th louis louis (laughs) (laughs) c-k-x-v it's a very latin counting name (laughs) yeah uh so he was attacked by a man named robert francois damien those okay now say that as the thing <laughs> Robert Robert Francois Damien's <laughs> Give me something harder Now Jeez, say it so like easy. as a dog that's been trapped under the deck and is waiting for his owner to come get him but his owner has like a bunch of begging strips and so he's super excited too Robert Francois Damien's where was the excitement? He wasn't excited. Yeah, that was sad the whole time. It's just very sad. Robert Francois? Francois? Did you not hear it in my uptick? <laughs> okay, I got it. <laughs> I mean, he's trapped under a thing. He's also sad. Yeah, but he's got begging strips coming. That's exciting. Okay. Yeah, well, he's also getting his tail eaten by a rodent. <laughs> this I is... didn't say that. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um,. Uh, Robbie, uh, he he wants to get at he wants to get at Louis. He wants to black 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 on him. Uh, blah, blah. In January of 1757, uh, so he goes the less conventional approach. We haven't had as many of these. He's going for an assassination up close and personal with a pin knife. So he's thinking like real Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get up on him. So uh, the king is going for a walk. In the middle of winter, and Robert Francois times himself to where he's walking down the road, going the other direction, and it says that he just walked past the king's guards. <laughs> so, guys, guys, he was just like, one job, right? He was like oh, one job. Excuse me, coming through. Oh, oh I gotta get over there. Um, can can? Ooh. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sure. I'm supposed to uh, be be, here. be our guest. So he just walks past these mannequins and um, <laughs> he reaches out and he stabs uh, King Louis in the chest with this pen knife. The problem is he didn't account for the fact that it's the middle of winter and the king is wearing lots of clothes. And also King Louis the 15th or whatever it was, it was like extremely extravagant. Yeah. He was wearing lots of like fur. Uh, probably he's probably wearing a lot of like Dalmatian skins, like Cruella. Yeah. <laughs> And so he doesn't account for this fact. I'm imagining like 
that one commercial where the guy like doesn't want to pack a bag that has to get checked, so he just wears all of his shirts <laughs> when he sits on the plane. Anyways, he stabs him with a penknife. It barely penetrates the king's skin. Like it gets maybe half an inch under the skin. <laughs> you know, like it's a it's a splinter. Basically. <laughs> but King Louis is like a drama drama king, and uh, I like that he he freaks out. <laughs> he he immediately gets his wife and confesses to her that he has had multiple affairs. <laughs> he just wants to lay it all out there for her. He confesses to multiple affairs. The doctors say, nah, dog, you're good. <laughs> they arrest Damien and they execute him a couple months later. So... I mean, we're, <laughs> so we're Louis the Fifteenth at that point backfired on him a little bit there, huh? Kind of, kind of backfired for Louis the Fifteenth. Dinner would have been real awkward for probably the next few months. Uh, years. Look, life, probably, at the, maybe. At the, at All I'm saying is, how do we know he wasn't on his way to do that anyway? Maybe Louis the Fifteenth was out with his boys, and they were, you know, they were having a couple of a nice glasses of Chardonnay. He was and with his accountability buddies. A, <laughs> they were having a, a, a nice ice cold Chardonnay um, in their big gulps. <laughs> and they were like, look, man, you just got to tell her. I know you're the king and all, but like she needs to know. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go home and tell her. And then so like that's why he went home. He, it wasn't because he thought he was going to die. It's because he was a sweet, sweet man. <laughs> sweet, extravagant man. Up- Maybe he set up the whole assassination attempt, <laughs> so that he so could, that he would either either not be able to tell her or be able to say later, "What are you talking about? I was delirious. <laughs> I was. I thought I was dying. <laughs> of course, I said crazy things. Can we make this a precedent that every time you see your impending doom, you just confess confess a sin to your loved ones? <laughs> Like, like <laughs> even things you haven't done. You, I'm like, I cu- I shot the dog. <laughs> what? No, the dog's fine. You just I shot the dog. <laughs> you just you burst through the front door with a broken leg. And you're like, honey, I ate, I ate the last triscuits. I told you I didn't, but I did. And I didn't go to the store and buy them like I said I would. <laughs> and that's because we're in a worldwide triscuit shortage. <laughs> So there aren't any more Triscuits. I ate the last Triscuits. Not just our last Triscuits, but the last Triscuits. You know they've been burning all the Triscuit farms in Colombia. <laughs> I did very much cocaine. I did I did very much cocaine. I, 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 did, I did do the cocaine. Very much. <laughs> I did several of it. <laughs> I had at least five cocaine, okay? <laughs> Anyways, that's that's it for for Louis. Mostly just funny because of how he overreacted and felt the need to um, lay bare all of his wrongdoings to his wife. All right, so I think that's our list. That sounds like a list to me. That's what do you say list. we start knocking it down and uh, and get this rank on? All right, get it, let's get our rank on. I think let's, um, get our, let's get our rank off. I think I'm willing to get rid of uh, Fidel Castro and the scuba diving stuff simply because it never left the planning stages. Except they did buy the mollusk oh. shells. Okay, so there's just somewhere in a government office. <laughs> there are several a brightly box painted mollusk shells. 
some, somewhere in the CIA, there's a really big fan of the Little Mermaid who was <laughs> delighted when he found his office. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we want to cut that one. Yeah, let's cut it. Okay. I think we have uh, to cut Luis Carrero Blanco. Yeah. Simply because it worked very well. Like it, it, <laughs> the, wor- it worked plus some, maybe. It was very, very successful. Yeah. In terms of failed assassination <laughs> tips, the thing about it is it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't really even right. an attempt. It was just like straight success. It was just like they did it. They did the dang thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll hold, we're going to pocket that one and save it for when we do best non-failed assassination <laughs> things that just got did. <laughs> things, that- things where people just got murdered. <laughs> Join us on our next episode of Ranked when we just talk about murder. Yeah, okay, hold on. We were talking about this before we started recording, but Joe made a good point that we're probably on a list somewhere now because of how much we were Googling about ways to do assassinations, but bad. <laughs> it's like somebody's, somebody in a government office is like, there's some real like Home Alone burglars out here just trying to find the worst ways. The least effective ways to get a crime done. Home Alone should have been on the list. Joe Joe Pesci's attempted murder should have been on this list. Or like the hot iron to the face for the other guy. Yeah. Anyways, what was that guy's name? I can't remember. I feel anyway. like I should know. Yeah. Because I think I think about him at least once a week, so I probably should. <laughs> well, know. Was that... You should probably know his name. What if that kid was just straight up trying to murder them every time? Think... Yeah, and like, he's just he bad wanted at to it. stay there. The original title for the screenplay was Murder Sport. But then they were like, we want to make this a family movie. A child, a child's game. <laughs> okay, I think um, uh, I think Teddy Roosevelt probably is making this list, right? Yes, I think so too. Yeah, like, that's a pretty, that's a no-brainer. That's the one, only one of these that I actually knew beforehand. Yeah. Like, I've heard this one before. Okay, I'm not sure that Andrew Jackson is inherently... Now, Jackson? I'm not sure he's an you inherently... You share your namesake? an inherently bad assassination man. attempt. It was just bad luck. Like, yeah, the dude had true. two guns. He planned yeah. ahead. It's a bad assassination attempt when all your guns are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have bought some better guns. One for a little bit. Don't you're not allowed to cut them yet. Cut, pick one that you like. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I really like the Qin Shi Huang uh, with the l- blind man swinging a loot in the wrong place at him. <laughs> because even yeah, even if funny. he swung it in the right place, I don't think it would have worked. Yeah, it probably just gives him like a <laughs> concussion. <laughs> Well, when you told me that he had like what painted it with lead or whatever, I thought at first that this was an elaborate plot to give the emperor lead poisoning. <laughs> like, here, sir, take a take a, a bite out of this loot. It's tasty and musical. He's like, I'm gonna assassinate you in thirty years. When you die of lead poisoning. It's the oh. slowest assassination ever. Um. <laughs> uh, Joe, you pick one that you like. Pick one that I like? Pick one that you like. Um, so I really like the, the hammer one. Yeah. Because it's maybe the worst one on here because it wasn't even on the right person. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> they got they got like duped. even even if he had killed everyone in that carriage that he aimed for, the man he was trying to assassinate would not have died. Right. Oh, and I feel like he they chickened out too fast. Like Str- Mr. Strongman should have just run across the road, grabbed his hammer and thrown it at the next <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Mr. Strongman just destroyed a carriage with a hammer in one blow. I feel like he could have done a bit more. <laughs> yeah, then he was yeah, like, well, that was my whole thing. Yeah, okay, so that, that one stays on the list. Uh, so we've each picked one. We need to pick a couple more. I Okay, I think I, I, I'm willing to cut Louis the Fifteenth because in terms of, like, the assassination thing, he just did a bad... He did, like, a bad stab. Yeah. He stabbed... With a little knife on a big man, mm-hmm. and it didn't do the and it didn't do the thing he wanted it to do, and then he died. So. I'll give it credit where credit's due. He did break the skin of this man, yeah. which is more than most of these people okay. did. <laughs> yeah, more than some of these other guys can say. Um, so I, I mean, like Chris, I'm kind of with Jackson. I don't know if Andrew Jackson swinging his cane. Like I ain't doing it for I you. I like it a lot. But it it wasn't a bad assassin. Like if we're being, if we're taking the the category literally, it wasn't a bad assassination attempt. Sure, the guy came prepared. He had a gun. When that gun didn't work, he had another gun, and he he did he did his best. But I guess he would win in a category of like worst escape. Yeah, from an assassination <laughs> attempt. He just he mostly got just beat stood by there a as Andrew Jackson smacked him down with a cane. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as we can let him win that category, yes. I'm okay with taking He is number list. one in that category. Okay, so that leaves us with five left to rank. We have Chin Shi Huang uh, and the Ballad of the Hammer Man. <laughs> and the Heavy Chin Metal. Chin Shi Huang and the Ballad of the Loot Man. Uh, we have Teddy Roosevelt um, giving a, a speech with a bullet in his chest. And then the two we haven't mentioned um, yet, we have uh, the super gun, uh, the Infernal Machine 2020 gun salute attempt on Louis Philippe. And then we have the, the first one just shared, Reinhard uh, Heydrich um, shooting a carrot. <laughs> no, having a carrot shot at him. Oh, having a carrot shot at him. That's right. Um, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm going to nominate the, that one for five because... It did end up killing, like he ended up dying from the events that happened, but the assassination attempt was still terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, he did. They did a bad job, but somehow butterfly effect, they got the job. Yeah, done. the and rabbit found da, a way da, to da, kill him. Da. Okay, I think that's a good, that's a good five. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, I want to put Teddy Roosevelt at four. No, why is that? Simply because the. Uh, Again, the assassination attempt was pretty good. Like, bullet hit him in the chest. Right, just hit him right in the breast pocket where he kept all of his things. Yeah, everything <laughs> that he owns. There's very little that I'm willing to say negative about Teddy Roosevelt. But one of them might be that he didn't distribute his items through his pockets well enough. <laughs> Like, he probably had a really bulgy jacket if he wasn't just putting some things in his pants. And then he just had all of his earthly possessions in that one pocket. Um, Shoot. Now, the super gun 
Seems like actually a pretty good attempt. See, I, like, I think it sounds like a 12-year-old's fever dream, and it's incredible. <laughs> like, like, some 12-year-old somewhere was like, what if we just put a bunch of guns together and shot them all at once, and it did cool things? Okay, imagine a man, but he's made of guns. It's a gun. It's, he's a gun guy. He's a gun man. I drew a cartoon. It's a gun, and he has beefy arms. <laughs> Imagine a scorpion, but instead of scorpion pieces, it's gun pieces, and it's a gun scorpion. <laughs> okay, and imagine he climbs a ladder onto a tower to shoot, but the tower, it's guns. It's a gun tower, and it's all guns. <laughs> but everything is guns. Imagine you live in a world, but it's, it's a gun. It's parallel, it's parallel to everything in our world, but... <laughs> Like, whenever you see a thing, instead of a thing in that universe, is gun. I think that's where the screams came from. <laughs> it's just the, the gun, gun universe? I opened the gun portal, and guns just started flying out. <laughs> that's why gun laws have been so ineffective so far. Is people just keep opening up that gun dimension. Um, Alright, I'm, I'm cool with Super Gun being number three, simply because it did actually end up killing quite a few people. It just yeah. didn't kill the right people. And that was trying to kill Louis Philippe, right? Because in our notes, it just says super gun. <laughs> Louis Philippe. <laughs> okay, so that leaves two and one at Shin Chi Wong. And it's Shrek and Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> so Shrek is our number one assassination attempt. <laughs> okay, I think I would propose... Between the two. So Chen Shi Huang is a lock. Yeah. I think number two is throwing a hammer at the wrong carriage. Mm -hmm. And number one is swinging an (laughs) instrument at nothing. A blind man doing it. Like (laughs) swinging a not murder weapon at nothing. And listen, I, I don't want to discriminate. I do not want to discriminate against people who have disabilities. Because that's the last thing that I would ever want to do. I believe that they can find worth and value in most walks of life. Um, if you're blind, I'm fairly certain assassin is just kind of out of your reach, though. <laughs> and I mean, I, that's most okay. Likely. It's not like a noble profession. But I feel like a blind person would not make a very good assassin. And also, a loot would not make a very good murder weapon. <laughs> and, well, and like. He kind of set himself up for failure by going to the the emperor's palace where he like had tried to kill him before. Yeah, hi. I'm here for I'm here for tryouts. I'm here to I'm here to audition for a role in Cars 3. I want to be in your new movie Cars 3. And they're like, "You tried to kill Walt Disney. You can't You can't show up here like this. You tried to kill John Pixar." <laughs> John, well, John Pixar Jr. <laughs> John Pixar was his father. But also, Kin Chi Huang, it's like... Chin. Chin, Chin Chi Huang. It's like, it's like, yeah, you, sure, you tried to kill John Pixar, but my gosh, you do that Lightning McQueen McCrescion so well. I'll just rip out your eyes instead. <laughs> but I love you and your voice. But you do need to be in Cars 3. <laughs> But I do. I am gonna need to take your eyeballs out of your out of your head. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the top five. I think right that's there. it. Chris, Chris, you want to run them down okay. for us? Read them for us, bud. Yeah, let me run it down. Number five: the attempted murder of Reinhard Heydrich. Mm. 
Number four, the attempted murder of Theodore Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Number three. Roosevelt, yeah. Roosevelt. The number three uh, on our list is the attempted murder of Louis Philippe with a super gun. <laughs> number two, the attempted murder of Chen Shi Huang with a big hammer. <laughs> and number one, the attempted murder of Chen Shi Huang with a heavy lute. <laughs> with a small guitar. <laughs> 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 oh man that gets better and better every time i hear it <clears throat> all right so we're almost done here um before we get out let's go ahead and do our uh personal top thing of the week and uh so anybody want to share what their favorite thing this week was guess Something who's back really back 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 again it's terrace house it's back <laughs> terrace house <laughs> <laughs> Terrace House Aloha State on Netflix right now. So far, pretty fire. It's it's real good. Um, they've only released the first eight episodes so far. But now, Joe, for our uh, for new listeners, would you mind just giving like quick the quickest of explanations of what Terrace House is? Terrace House is um, a Japanese reality show where people live in mm. six people, three boys, three girls live in a house together. Um, and basically it just like tracks their existence. Like there's no plot points per se. Like there, there are some that kind of come up within the show, but like there's no producers that are like fit fabricating it. And then about every 15 minutes or so, or like 12 minutes, it cuts to this panel in Japan who just like talk about the show for a little while. And it's, I don't, I, I like reality TV. Okay. I don't love it, but this is like one of the best shows I've ever watched. So Go watch Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City and then watch Terrace House Aloha State on Netflix. Dope. I will. I've, I've, I'm waiting. There's a certain person that, I would, that I'm looking forward to watching. Oh, a special someone? So I'm, I'm a special someone, uh, and so I'm, I'm holding off for that. I think but that's fair. I'm looking fair. forward to it. Um, well, uh, this is happening again, but you know what? I'm just going to stick with it. I actually, at the request of... Chris and Joe started watching Terrace House. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and Boys and girls in the city. Boys and girls in the city. I'm not quite to Aloha State yet. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really good. My wife, who was incredibly skeptical of it, loves it. Like, she can't get enough of it either. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to recommend that as my thing of the week. Like, I work with uh, a bunch of people that definitely are not, like, of the same mindset of me. And I love this show enough that I recommended a Japanese reality television show to them. <laughs> like, and I just switched to day shift. I just started working with these people. And <laughs> I love this show so much that I didn't care about my reputation enough. <laughs> my name is Jackson Cornelison, and here are some things you need to know about me. I'm like, kombonwa, everybody. <laughs> I'm like, kombonwa. And I will recommend that. If you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, thank you for listening, and I'm glad you enjoy it. But watch oh, Terrace you. House because we're definitely going to do a, an episode where we rank the uh, members of Terrace House. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to recommend <laughs> Terrace House. There's, there's a couple things. One, I want to recommend Terrace House again. The hat trick. No, the thing I've really been into this past week is uh, a video game called Saints Row Four. That you, I think you may have missed your window on it, but it was available on Xbox Live Gold for like five dollars for a few days, 
And that game is super dumb and very fun. <laughs> That's the one where you can like you get superpowers, right? And you can like jump across buildings. Right. It's so funny because it starts out like a Grand Theft Auto type of thing where you know you're running around, you're hijacking a car, you're shooting a guy with a just a regular old super gun, you know, like pretty basic stuff. And very quickly you are like inserted into the matrix <laughs> like a a, sim, a computer simulation of the world you live in and you get superpowers where guns and cars become totally irrelevant <laughs> because you have flying abilities and telekinesis <laughs> and can just shoot lasers out of your hands <laughs> but you still have the ability if you want to to get into a car <laughs> if you're just like nah or I, you have a gun that draws people into a magnetic field and then you can shoot them into space. <laughs> but if you want, you can use an assault rifle. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Oh, man. Well, uh, I think that is going to do it for us, uh, everybody. Thanks for listening. And, uh, and don't forget to share it around and give us five stars and, and do all the stuff that helps us out. We really appreciate that. Yeah, please, um, please tell someone about it because right now, you know, we're still in the early phase of it and we're trying to get our schedule. Um, but we really want to get more consistent about it and we want to have people listen and have fun listening and get feedback and, and all that stuff. So so let us know what we're doing good and what we can do better. Um, we have a Twitter account that is uh, at RankedCast and we have a, um, a Gmail that you can send critiques to at rankpod at gmail.com you can send us ideas and and on twitter if you're worried about that follower following ratio don't worry we'll, we'll follow back baby we'll do yeah, it we will for follow you. you we'll do it for you proud members proud members of team follow back and, and please tweet uh, us like think topics to do because just for fun i mean we want to know what people would like to hear or just like that would be things fun. you thought were funny on the show we just you know, yeah. so we know to do more just of those boost, things. Just stoke our egos a little bit. <laughs> Pad our egos. We need more. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, my name is Chris Gluckman. I'm Jackson Corneliuson. And I'm Joe Bradshaw. And remember, we didn't think of an outro. And we still haven't done that. <laughs> we're, still, we're still banking on Something about me. Um, no, guys, you were wrong on all counts. It was ramen, and I was eating it directly out of the saucepan. Mm. <laughs> That's the top five saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> nah, it's just smart. And I spilled a little on my chest. I haven't cleaned it up yet. And not even on my shirt, on my chest, I'm sure. Just on my bare chest. On my hang- ch- the noodles are hanging out of my chest here. Oh, kind of tendrils coming from my it's chest. It's happened before. It'll happen again. You know, Chris, I, I'm kind of with you. I think it is just kind of prudent because we're all just eating from regular bowls, and you're kind of eating from a Super Bowl, aren't you? Oh, oh. podcast yet? <laughs> no, keep it up. So. We can splice it together. I guess I don't know. <laughs> you can. <find> <laughs>